0: Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? Have you been Aurora? <laughs> Welcome to the darkness
1: podcast. <laughs> oh my! Oh my!
2: Oh my!
0: What a wonderful out. life! We didn't warm
2: up at all this time. We're just hopping straight up. Yeah, out. Brian, I was not ready. I just <laughs> wanted to—I just wanted to
1: catch the listeners off guard. You know the listeners like they put on a podcast, like they they opened their Spotify, they found the Dog Days podcast, they found episode X, whatever this is. It's and, in the 30s, and, uh, it's probably in the uh, 30s. They clicked it, and bro, they, were, they weren't they were ready for us to not be ready,
2: bro. So they didn't make a conscious decision to click on this specific episode, we caught them off guard.
1: Yeah, they were caught off guard by that. That's they were good. caught off guard by like the start it. of the recording, you know, they weren't ready.
3: But Brandon, Brandon needs to say, if you're listening to this, you're a big old nerd and loser, and fuck you. Yeah,
1: pretty
0: yeah, much. Sure. We all knew that already, though. Uh, that's Shane's nightmare to hear those <laughs> words in our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shane's our quality control guy. Oh, nah,
2: it's, it's true. Y'all are nerds. But that's why we like you. Because we're, what was it? Fucking nerd losers? Is the exact phrasing? I think my face was in there, too. Oh, okay, because we are too, so, you know, it's, we're a community, Yeah. what it means.
0: Brandon, uh, before we get into the episode, is there a bigger story to uh, you having Michelangelo in, as your Zoom background?
1: No, like, this, my Zoom, this is my Zoom background last week, and, you know, I just kind of like, it opened up today, kind of gave me like a warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, I kind of felt like uh, a little bit like, um,
0: you feel like you're as important as the Pope. Is what you mean?
1: Kind of felt like this
3: guy. <laughs> right there. But the one That's who was they, like dead on the stairs or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: Bro, that is one of the coolest people in Greek history, bro. That's Diogenes. And then Diogenes okay. was a philosopher. And I, all I know about him was that, like, there's like this story where, like, one time he was chilling out on like some stairs like this in Rome or Greece or whatever place he's at and uh alexander the great rolled up and he like was like ah oh, diogenes like who are you like tell me about yourself i want to meet you like i want to know who you are and then diogenes just straight rose and was like bro like you're blocking the sun like uh,
3: i hear that was that the same guy who um i want to say socrates was like philosophizing about what a man is and he said it was like a hairless uh biped and then he released a plucked chicken in them in this meeting and said behold
0: a man
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something he would do yeah just so, know him so well you know yeah, bro, being-
0: imagine I, I i think about this all the time imagine those guys from like ancient greece who um they're they probably owned a bunch of slaves right like Pythagoras, like Diogenes, like uh Archimedes and all those guys cuz there's no way because the, there's no way um anyone from that age could just earn a living thinking and pondering um if they didn't like just have a lot of money I, I would imagine. So then um I keep thinking about like those how the, those guys daily lives were um, because from that painting, I, I like it's not a biographical painting by any means, but like you get the sense that like that was kind of how they lived just like hanging with the boys, coming up with like different sciences.
3: Well, you see, they, they, they all also sold weed, so that, that's how <laughs> oh, they, that's how they wow. kept the funds they kept the juice flowing. I <laughs> well,
1: remember too, okay. that's why some, they were talking them, like that all the time. Some of them were strippers as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: Wow.
0: That that brings a whole new, a, a whole new perspective into Greek <laughs> culture.
2: <laughs> if, um, if you think about it, they were just ancient podcasters.
1: They yeah. were straight up writing dialogues and posting on anchor.
3: It's it's funny you mentioned Archimedes and some other math math dudes. Because one of the things I wanted to bring up this week, um have you guys heard of the Standard Model Lagrangian before? This is this something you've yeah, ever I,
0: heard of? I know Lagrange.
3: Could you I, give I, it a
0: refresher? I, I, of course. I'm, I'm familiar with a few of of uh, Lagrange's uh, pieces of work.
1: Or is that a little French boy?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. I'm I want to talk about this little French boy. He was a cool guy. No, um, it's so basically it's a really long equation i can't share my screen so you can't see it but it's a really 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 long equation that basically sums up everything we know right now about particle physics so like anything you pl- like for any given elementary particle in physics like you can plug its values into this equation most things become zero but like some of the terms define properties of it is basically how it works. But anyway, like it's just you look at it, it's an equation, and it's like just how the universe works, at least what we know of so far. And it's like really crazy to look at. Like it's like I don't know, it's an equation that just explains the universe according to to what we know. It's it's pretty gnarly but I, I was really high when i learned about it and i was just like yo like i'm just like looking at the fabric of the universe right now guys it's
1: crazy i think it's used like often in physics too it's not mm-hmm. like a one-off equation it's like something that gets used all the time my brother i think has talked to me about this before he had to use it like on
3: his homework he had to use this that's a fucking monster dude imagine i gonna write this down on the test like <laughs> keep writing it over and
1: over. Like, they don't they don't provide like the uh formula sheet. You just have to like <laughs> know this shit by heart.
0: Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, You're
1: man. not allowed to bring a calculator, but you are allowed to bring a copy of the theory of everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it's crazy.
3: Just like, it's just crazy to look at I and mean, be like, like obviously none of this means anything to me, but like. It, you know, you still like just know the significance of it. It's crazy. <laughs> Physics is cool.
0: Math yeah. is cool. It is.
3: Do you know what
1: my favorite um, number is? Three. Twenty-six point three.
0: what wow. no, My favorite number is. I'm
1: calling out. I'm calling out chain right now.
2: I'm you sorry. I was I was reading this 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 standard model article I I put I threw in the chat and I don't understand any of the words and I was getting really <laughs> overwhelmed. Repeat the question.
1: I just said my favorite number is twenty six point three. Shane's the only person in the world to like forget that he ran a marathon this weekend. I was gonna say I was trying
2: to figure out if that was it because I was like I don't think it's point three. I think it's it might be point two. But either way, yes. <laughs> You know, I'm flexing a little bit. I think I just try to block out the, the memory of that event. All the
3: time. How did that go? How did
2: it go? First 20 miles were great. <laughs> the, the last six miles were one of the most painful things I've ever done. But I finished, I finished the race with a time of, I mean, this isn't even a joke. This is uh, my actual time was four hours and 20 minutes. So
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I knew you, you guys would appreciate <laughs> that. But um, yeah, it was, it was brutal. I, um, it was, it was the San Francisco marathon as a little bit of background and it starts like near the Embarcadero, which is one of the more touristy areas of the city. And you do this big loop. Of, you go, you go across the Golden Gate Bridge and back across. And then you do this like big loop around the city. And, um, first 20 miles were pretty solid. Um, I was sticking at like my route a little faster than my goal pace, but I was feeling pretty good. And I was hanging out with my dad who, um, is also, who also ran it with me. And then, um, just the way I trained, I was having some knee issues and I, I was hoping to kind of just push through it, but because of that, and because of the fact that I also technically never run anywhere close to a marathon, I'd only got up to 15 in my training. I, um, I hit a wall at 20 and I started having some really serious issues. Um, so my right. time just slowed down significantly. Like what? Uh, I'm, no, there's a few factors. One, my knees were getting to the point where I, I hurt every step. So like I was physically having trouble, like bending my knee. It was getting really stiff and painful. So, like no, normally, for example, if you're going downhill, it'd be like, great, you get to take it, your cardio gets a little bit of a break, oh, but that would yeah. hurt even worse because that's more yeah. pressure on your joints. So, I was like limping downhills and it was just, it was starting to get painful. And then some uh. dehydration started to catch up with me a little bit, which was weird because I was, I was, I felt like I was drinking lots of water, but I guess I wasn't drinking enough. So, that was a bit of a factor. And then just cardio wise, I kind of hit a wall at 20 which commonly happens in the marathon with, with runners. And that's also just due to the way I trained. I, um, like I mentioned, I had only gone to 15 before and I just wasn't used to kind of getting to that level. So I kind of hit a wall and everything kind of happened all at once. So I took it slow for a few miles and just limped through it, took some walking breaks and got some fluids in me. And then the last two miles I felt better and I was able to kind of do a light jog the last couple of miles. And I finished, um, so all in all, it was a fun experience. I learned a lot on how to properly train for this sort of thing. So I imagine if I was to do another one, which I hope to do next year, or maybe the year after, I imagine I'll do a lot better since um, I'll just, I'll just have a better, I'll be able to prepare better this time around.
3: Right.
1: It used to be such a good time.
0: Yeah, it's the best time. Asia. Bro, I haven't talked to Asia in like, Ages. <laughs> I don't know why she did? She made biscuits.
1: What's cooking, Whoa, whoa! That got some um, jelly on
3: them, though. Um, I, you, Jane, you'll be happy to know I did look it up, and the average time is uh, four hours and twenty-one minutes. So you are in above. Oh shit! <laughs> <time maker. laughs> I'll take, I'll take that,
1: man.
2: <laughs> bro, How A lot of crazy. evangelical you-
1: people who are like, no, nah, I gotta can't finish
3: yeah, I mean, like we, we can't
1: we can't <laughs> make the i just heard was like finished at 420 he said he had a lot of pressure on his joints i don't know quite what that's supposed
3: to be <laughs> Dude, do you guys think that um if you gave someone a bunch of meth and had them run a marathon if they would like finish like a superhuman and like yes. crazy fast i
1: actually i saw a story yeah. about this guy he was like part of like an army in finland or whatever and uh I guess he was like, it was like in some kind of war with Russia a long time ago, I think in the 1800s. And I guess the story goes, like the guy was with his team in the woods, like in the cold and he got uh, attacked by a bear and his team like ha- like thought he was dead. So they left him behind because they thought he, like, thought he was deceased. And then basically the guy like woke up And he was like, Oh my God, like what's going on? Like, I can't believe like this is happening to me. Like, why am I in so much pain? Like, where's my team? I need to find my team all this stuff. So then uh, the guy could barely stay like awake because he was in so much pain and he was so like tired and malnourished or whatever. But I guess back then every like army man had uh, medicine on him, or maybe this guy was like a medic type person. He had this medicine that the army gave people to basically say like if you need like a pick me up you can take a little bit of this Well, he accidentally like i don't know if it was accidentally or for whatever reason like he took the whole entire thing and that pick me up medicine was pretty much just like straight up uh, math and so this guy just did like 20 doses of math at like the exact same time and like didn't die and i guess like they found like this dude walked in the span of like three days before his like, team found him he walked like 80 miles Holy shit. and like got into like wait like he fell off a cliff at like one point like there's just like all these crazy things that happened to him like while he was just tripping out on that i want to see if i can find the story
3: you're gonna say like they found him and he was just sitting on the bear's body like you just keep the shit out of your <laughs>
0: hands <laughs> well it's um first thing i wanted to say is it's crazy to see someone I know finish a marathon. Cause, uh, f- the memories I have from my childhood from like the word marathon is like people from Kenya who like, there's this huge marathon in Brazil every, um, uh, December 31st in Sao Paulo. And it's the biggest event. F- I mean that I've heard of since I was a kid, um, where people come and run and, and do that kind of thing. So my memories are like professional athletes who like travel all the way here to like earn some money and some like, I don't know, celebrity of some kind. And now like I see like a few people that I know, I think Alexa also ran a marathon, right? Brandon.
1: Uh, She just ran a half marathon. That's, that's crazy too. Solid. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's insane. And and all these other people, like from from UCSD, are like doing half marathons or full marathons and just like running every day. That's insane to me. I don't know if it's a trend. I don't know if it's always been that way. But the only pe- people I heard of doing it were professionals. Or if the popularity of like running and jogging and walking has really risen. Um. That's crazy anyway. Um, the second thing I wanted to say is uh, Ben brought up meth. And do you guys feel like there's a huge gap between like recreational drugs? If you consider like, uh, like I think like weed psychedelics and Coke, I think. And then if you go from that group to the other group, like math, crack, like all these other ones, it's like, how come? Like, they're drugs, they're very similar, um, but some are very popular and some like will ruin your life, right? Just about how addictive they are, the ones that can
3: can be used recreationally will be used recreationally, whereas if someone most of the time tries one of the more addictive drugs, then it's pretty likely they're going to end up abusing it. Uh, you know, I think if you're trying a drug like that in the first place, you're probably gonna be, you're probably doing it because you've tried the lighter stuff and you want to try something more extreme and you're, I don't know, like, I feel like that kind of ties into being an addictive kind of person and it just, it'll happen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if the drug's addictive, people are gonna get addicted to it. If it's not, then it's gonna be used more recreationally, you know? So I think that's like, all of them.
0: Um, like Coke and I think Coke is the best example. Like I see people doing them recreationally, but um, something like, I don't know, Oxycontin, is also very addictive but if I hear that someone is doing oxy like I'll freak the fuck out you know it's weird because like also taking me back to my childhood like um when I was a kid drug a drug was a drug right if I heard of like someone doing a drug I was like oh shit like um they're fucked up but now if they say they're doing a drug, first I go like, okay, is it weed, coke, like psychedelics or or something else? No. If if no, then yeah, you're probably fucked up. But is it, I guess it is just a matter of how good the drug is. Yeah. If you really think about it.
3: Well, I actually, uh, I don't know, like a couple of months ago, I was at my friend's house, a couple other people, like there's all like high school friends and we were talking and like, I remember we were talking about crack and then like one of my friends just like really casually and quiet, kind of like, it's like, yeah, I've I've tried crack. I was like, what? He's like, wow. He's like trying to like be low. key. He's like, yeah, I've tried crack. Like, I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, fine. <laughs> not a crack and he's not addicted to crack, but he's tried it before. I was like, yes. wow.
0: yeah, that's what it, yeah. I guess, I guess people don't do those kinds of drugs recreationally that often. One
1: thing that's like really interesting too, is that like, if you look at demographics, like, white people and people of color do drugs at like the exact same rate If anything like white morphine people like do more drugs than like lower socioeconomic or like people of color and it's like very interesting because like you can look at like the duality of like crack versus cocaine and whereas like crack is stigmatized obviously like i think drugs are wrong like crack or cocaine but like crack is something that seems like Dirty and poor and cocaine is seen as something that's like affluent and like yeah. posh, but like they're the literal same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, not the same thing, but the same drug, you know, almost the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a very big dichotomy. It's crazy.
1: It's the same thing with like the war on drugs, like the United States just all, all of a sudden decided like, let's start arresting people who smoke weed, like or do they start arresting yeah.
0: people who smoke tobacco? Like, who would they be putting in jail, you know? What I also, something I thought is this barrier that I see separating like recreational from non recreational drugs. What if it's just like a fake barrier? And like, if I was a little bit more like, um, uh, fucking. I don't know, if I was a little more extreme, then I'd also accept like some other, like a few other drugs as like being recreational. And then I'd have like um, some kind of prejudice against other drugs. But then if I was a little bit more extreme, then I, you know, is it, did you guys see the same way? Are, is there this big like jump from like psychedelics to like um, shit? uh oxy those other ones or or is it just one and the same thing is just that we like to think that there's a huge jump because then it doesn't make us sound that bad if we do one of those
3: i I do think there is a huge jump like not not necessarily huge but there definitely is like a, a a tangible difference between like you said like someone who's smoking weed versus someone doing heroin, right? Like it's yeah. just not on the same level. No one does heroin. It's impossible to do heroin recreationally. It's just not a thing. Um, okay. yeah. Like I think that it's more of a spectrum. Like there's probably, you know, like, like, a a a, a pair of, know, what am I trying to say? Like,
2: yeah, there's going to be different levels, different levels of yeah. yeah. Of how addictive they are, how dangerous they are. Um, how chemically de- dependent do you become the moment you take, take it, how addictive it is. And, you know, there's, it is, there is a certain degree of subjectivity, but like some of them are very, are banned for a good reason, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, there was, um, this reminds me of some story I saw on Reddit about, I think, like on the drugs. Um, side. r slash psychonaut. No, not that. That that's just crazy. That's not what I'm talking about. It was, I think, just the drug subreddit. This this dude posted like he's like, guys, I'm gonna do it. I am going to try heroin recreationally. I'm gonna do it once. I'm just yes. to see how it feels. You know, I'm talking about yeah. Like I, I'm gonna see how it feels. That's it. Like you know, it, we're gonna do one and done. I'm just wanna, I just wanna know. I'm curious. And then like, keep pe- you know, people who followed his like post history. he just, he, he got the, just straight up. He just got addicted to heroin after the first time. And like you know, became a heroin addict for a while. I think he got better eventually. Like, he stopped, but, like, it was really sad and, like, really depressing. because like yeah, was tears dude, life apart, just, too. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. It shit sure ruins your life, like, straight up. It, it was crazy. It's really depressing. Have you guys ever it's, thought about, like... Sorry, Shane. Go ahead.
2: You go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's one of the creepiest things I've read on that website just because... The way he describes it, like the first time he took it about how it was like the greatest feeling you can ever feel like it's one of those, it's creepy to hear about, like, not only how good he thought it was, but the fact that the moment he took it, like he couldn't, he was hooked and just seeing his life sequentially fall apart and like different intervals within like the span of three weeks as it's, it's a little, it's creepy. It's creepy to think that it could happen to anyone if you just make the wrong choice the one time.
1: That is kind of like why part of me kind of thinks. I'm not advocating this, but like you're like 95 and you like, you know, you're like your your days are numbered. Wouldn't you just kind of want to like see what it's about, you
3: know? Yeah, dude, straight up. Oh, like yeah. actually I, I read I was reading a book. Um I think I actually might have mentioned on the podcast it's by the same guy who wrote the martian um, oh yeah 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 and like in this book like they go on this like suicide mission to like save the planet like they, they basically fly a spaceship to another uh star like gsr yeah, system um and they each choose like how they're gonna eventually die because like they know they're gonna run out of you're gonna know, run out of supplies whatever they're it's they're not coming back and this one one of them she just says like want to i want to try heroin like i'm you know just just slowly up the dose so i have a nice trip and then eventually just drift off like that's not a bad way to go at all like if you're dying of some like really bad disease
1: yeah i just, was going yeah, to say as like you rather die of that or like in the same witch trials you know right <laughs> <laughs> and
2: i guess if you had to choose between the two <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs> You could if have
1: I
3: was in
0: that book, me, I'd say like I'd like you could to just die. Let me have a real good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do do most. Um, so as I grow older, I start to realize how many, um, how many ways of dying have more to do with like your your, like, heart stopping to beat and like your lungs stopping to pump like oxygen into your brain like i i never really thought about it that much i thought like oh nod is an od like you probably just melt your brain or whatever and st- stop existing and but bro so many things are just about your heart like it, it affects it directly affects your heart and then you die um and i yeah it's basically OD, I think is just, is just like peacefully, um, your body just malfunctions completely. And then you die. I think I, I, I know that there's, there's some, I I know like Jimi Hendrix, um, OD'd and Bon Scott from ACDC, they both OD'd the same way, which is they were vomiting, but they weren't sideways. So then their vomit got into their long that must fucking suck but taking that up the equation um taking that up the equation like I know uh Lil Peep the rapper he OD'd on fentanyl and I know um for a fact because my doctor friend told me that when you OD on fentanyl what happens is you're in such a deep state of other worldness Like you're just like so outside of it that your body just forgets to do the things that it just knows how to do automatically. So then uh your lungs forget how to breathe and your heart forgets how to beat and then you die. I think that's probably not that hard on you physically. Well unless unless you're
1: Yeah, I was going to say, unless, like, mentally you're aware that this is happening to you and you just have to sit there for the rest of your trip, like, breathe. (laughs) Breathe. I I feel like that's probably not how it goes.
0: Yeah, they're probably not that aware of their surroundings at that time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is, like, fascinating. I mean, pretty much like, all death has to do with, like, your heart stopping or, like, your lungs stopping or your brain getting messed up. Everything else, like, kind of is fair game. Like even if yeah. you go into like kidney failure, the reason why you die is cuz like blood stops going to your brain, I'm pretty sure. And then your brain
0: dies. But like, but what I'm saying is there's other ways of dying where um a lot is done to your body, where a lot is done to your body before that happens wait what's going on <laughs>
3: real, real just real uplifting stuff guys like, just, <laughs> i was having that same thought dude i was <laughs> i was like let's just, let's just
2: the rest of this podcast will just be any way you can die we'll just go through <laughs> all of them okay
1: i'm not gonna lie you guys know the show a thousand ways to die <laughs> yes. yeah the thing about that show that's like crazy to me is like every episode they like the names of the people depicted in this episode have been changed to protect their identities and then, like for the rest of the episode, they were just like roasting the person for like dying. Uh, like, look at this dumbass! Thought he could go in his neighbor's hot tub. Turns out the hot tub was getting fixed by a pool repair guy. I could get unlimited hot, and he boiled to death. And it's like this dumbass like didn't know what he was doing. That's why he died. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, like chill, man. Like that. Dude, that like, show that's was fucking.
3: Sad. Wild. Do you did you do you remember how the, the, the thousandth way to die was just old age or like natural causes or something? Oh, well, was no it? No, it was it was like it was like something very normal. It was so funny, and like and then they ended it like they they straight up did a thousand ways to die and then they they finished the show. I oh, swear wow. around, it was, yeah.
1: Dude, whoever like created that show it must be like Stephen King's nephew or something like that.
0: Uh there was a um. I'm trying to figure out what the name is in English as I'm talking, but there was a discovery, um, channel, uh, show called in, in Portuguese. It was, I survived. Um, I think mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Do you guys know what it is? Yeah. I think it has the same name in the States. Oh, really? Okay. I think so. Bro, oh, I think I know what you're talking that, about. Too, yeah.
0: Bro, that shit was like my shit when I was like probably 10 or 11. Cause Each episode was a person who like survived the craziest fucking situation possible. And then it shows like from like the buildup is the person getting into the horrible situation. And then in the end of the episode, it's literally that person just getting rescued or I don't know, going to a hospital or something. And I remember one episode where it was, this girl um who I don't know why the fuck, but she was stranded by herself in the middle of the ocean like it's not like that happens bro. that happens to people it's not like it's not like she was on a uh, like airplane crash. it's not like she was like in a huge like cruise that just crashed and she was the only survivor for some reason she was by herself in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. bro, do
1: you know what that makes me um, think of is like if you've ever played roller coaster tycoon? And you can just, like, claw grab someone and, like, pick them up and, like, drop them in, like,
0: water. Like, this is what it's this, like, person. Bro, and... And I remember for the whole episode, it's like watching Free Solo, um, which, by the way, if any of you haven't, I highly recommend it. For For the entire episode, I was like, there is absolutely no way this person's fucking surviving. This is bullshit, like... And then, like... Lo and behold, like, she, a random, like, airplane flies over her or some shit. It's just so unreal, bro. But those shows were very formative because I feel like our generation became kind of, like, acquainted with, like, natural disasters at a very young age with, like, movies like 2012 and I don't know. Into tomorrow or shows like that oh day after tomorrow bro i rewatched Dude, that yeah. during the pandemic it's dope bro it holds up so well
1: contagion bro
2: yeah i mean we i don't need you need to watch that You can just you know look outside
1: <laughs> it is actually absurd how many similarities there are in that
2: movie yeah does the movie end with them finding a cure and then half the country doesn't want to get it
1: (laughs) no but dude the movie does actually like have like a huge theme about misinformation with the vaccines and like other way like there is like people in the movie like who don't want to go get the vaccine because they don't trust it and they're like following this like one of the main characters in the movie is like a blogger who's talking about like alternative medicines for like we don't want to take the vaccine where he like fakes getting sick and like vlogs himself taking like another medicine so that he can, like, show his followers that the medicine, like, works, even though it's, like, all fake. And, like, it's just about him, like, spreading misinformation and stuff. And I'm like,
2: damn, like, that's That crazy. is, that's a little too. That's, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. That's crazy.
0: Brian, that movie's from 2010. and Yeah. The, and, and the pandemic happened in 2020. Like, it's just, I don't know, very round numbers.
3: So <laughs> seems yeah. off uh,
0: seems um, kind of odd
3: what's gonna happen in 2030 guys
1: yeah probably <laughs> exactly. dude honestly i'm low-key afraid of a um solar flare like not one that would just like obviously like engulf the earth and kill everything because at that point like what can we do but like one that just like shuts down all of like our technology like, like yeah our entire like Jeez. electromagnetic grid like anything that runs on electricity anything that uses magnetism or light to operate will like go down even if it's just temporarily like the amount of like economic destruction that would have on society would be terrible I feel like it would just be so bad, be so bad.
2: well the, the good news is there's a, one there's actually a great kirk who's got video if that's what you're referencing about that topic as long as it, as long as the main stuff's turned off as it comes in uh, you'll actually be okay it just if it sneaks up on the on earth that's where it becomes a huge problem just- so. I've seen that one. Oh, yeah, it it's yeah, it's it's a good one.
0: And then and then you hear people say like, uh, like, why invest money in astronomy when you could like save the beaches? Yeah, right. Well, I
2: mean, they're they're both important. Let's, let's yeah, fuck yeah. the beaches. Hey guys, I just <laughs> want to throw out there also, we we
1: discovered I'm at Uran- my beach, we discovered bro. Uranus before we discovered Antarctica. Is
3: that? Wait, is that actually true? Yeah.
0: Well, I discovered your anus in, in 2015.
1: <laughs> Boom! Got him. Yeah, you got me. You got me. You want to rediscover it, Stu? Oh,
0: yeah. All right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, you said you had a lot. You said you had a lot of... You said you had a lot to talk about.
3: Yes. Um. What? So one other, one other fun thing, this is movie-related. I learned that Willem Dafoe in... Well, my, so my cousin was telling me about this, and he said it was in The Lighthouse, but I looked it up and it was a different movie. But either way, he had to get a penis double for um, this movie he was in because his dick was... Quote disturbingly large, and like people, people, they, they didn't want to put it in the movie. <laughs> I could, I could see that. I think he has, he definitely has like big dick energy. Yeah, he's, he's got like, bro, I don't, he's got like 1800s horror novel monster energy about him. Yeah. Like, I could see him having a monster dick,
0: bro. I want to see it now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it why would you put it that way now it's very enticing disturbingly large of course that, I was, want to see
3: that it. was all i had
0: sorry bro if you say if you say like if you put disturbingly large it doesn't like in a phrase it doesn't matter what the thing is i will want to see it <laughs> if you say if you say, bro, have you seen that rock? It's disturbingly large. Of course I'll want to see a fucking picture of it. Okay, hey, you just get curious. Yeah. Damn.
2: Alrighty, boys. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're le- leaving this episode, <laughs> leaving the viewer all hot and bothered like Gigi is right now.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, just just go to sleep tonight thinking about Willem Defoe's member. <laughs> what it could possibly look like
0: That's a nice stream
1: and with that i've been brendan and go home and watch uh watch spider-man again and really really pay attention to the green goblin scenes
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've been ben and uh If you're going to try meth, at least be productive and
0: run a marathon, I guess. I've been to do, and, um, I am very happy because the U S is allowing people back into the U S after a year and a half of not allowing people into the U S. And it just happens that they're doing that in the same exact month that I had the tickets bought for so good game
1: bro
2: and I guess I'm closing my name is Shane and you know we talked a lot about death today so take care of yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't stay here Your body is uh... Bro, Ben, remember what you said? And, uh, I
1: know yeah. who Snow I want to take no, me ben, home Snow Patrol? You said this,
3: bro. Snow Patrol? Oh, shit. can we just lay
0: You said your body is a Wonderwall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why I win the end just the world. world? You said your body's a Wonderwall? Did I say that? Yes. When? Did your it, body. You what's that song by Jimmy E. World? <laughs> your you body's a Wonderwall. You know, so no. And it takes a little time to take it, a little time to live. We'll be all right. Everything will be all right.
2: time baby
1: yeah. <laughs>